Welcome to a bonus episode of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. I don't normally do bonus episodes, but because I'm in the middle of an expansion and I kind of hinted that I might not have time to do regular podcast episodes, I thought I would at least pop in your earbuds, AirPods, whatever it is, your cars, wherever you listen, and I thought I'd share some updates both on my expansion, the expansion of my store that I co-own with my sister, and a couple of other updates. This one's going to be quick, and you might get another bonus podcast episode next week. I have so much to share, and the past week has been a little crazy, and you'll hear about it next. So some of the updates about the expansion I acknowledge that I did some things well, and I didn't do some other things well. So some of the things that I've done well so far, calendar blocking. I made a really big effort to block off all 10 days of us prepping for this expansion on my calendar, which meant no one could book calls, discovery calls, coaching calls, anything like that, and that I wouldn't actually block off some savvy shopkeeper activity on my calendar to get things done. I knew these 10 days would be focused on the store and the store only. So I feel like I did calendar blocking really well. I cleared my schedule. I allowed for the 10 days, which I'm still in the middle of. And I did this without fear because we closed for 10 days and I did this excuse me, you'll also find that this podcast episode won't be edited. So you're going to hear it all. I closed for 10 days, knowing that we wouldn't generate revenue for almost two weeks. And I did this without fear. It was almost, you know, coaching myself, telling myself like, listen, this might be close to two weeks of no revenue, but it's going to be worth it. And I'll be honest, I haven't really been worried about it. And the reason I chose 10 days is originally we were hoping to only be closed, you know, maybe a weekend, five days at the most. But going into this, I knew that my sister and I would start to see things in our current space that we would want to improve and that we would probably do a little bit more to the new space. And that's exactly what has happened We ended up touching up some walls and painting and fixing and repairing. We rearranged our studio a bit. We painted the studio cabinets. There were so many things over the past seven years that we wanted to do, but we didn't take the time to do. And this was the opportunity to do it. And I know us and I know us enough to understand that we would want to do a lot of these things and that when we host our grand reopening, they would it would feel really fresh and clean and new and um, that's exactly what's happened. So 10 days, is it enough? Barely, <laughs> barely. We had so much to do. Like I mentioned, painting, repairs, the studio, uh, my brother-in-law stripped part of the floor in that was more so in our studio space that's now designated retail, and we wanted to match the rest of the store. I could go on and on. So many little things that were done that no one will have an idea that we even did, but we notice it, and it feels good to us, not to mention the volume of dusting. 
because of construction, because of obviously sanding the floor, there was dust everywhere for days. I can't tell you how many dust and cloths we've been through. Um, it was pretty scary. I posted a picture about it because there was a piece of furniture in our store that was just covered. And even though we covered a lot of things with moving blankets or or plastic sheeting, I, you all know, dust is dust. It will creep in everywhere. Another thing that I think I did really well was to communicate our closure. I updated Google My Business. I updated Yelp. I updated our website in multiple places. So much so that somebody had to ask, where are we located? And I didn't realize I did this, but it was almost like I didn't want people to show up and be disappointed or upset that we weren't open. So in a lot of the places, I also took out our address. That was not so much intentional. Um, I updated our bio on Instagram. I removed the hours from our Facebook page. I pinned our banner at the top of our Facebook page. Uh, I just made sure I sent emails. I posted about it. I feel like this is something else I did pretty well, knock on wood. We haven't had any problems and it's been great. Another thing that I've done is I set boundaries both for the store and for myself. So, you know, letting my husband know that for these 10 days, like I'm really going to be focused and working long hours at the store. And even with that on Mother's Day, crazy me, I built all of our patio, new patio furniture. Uh, I don't know how I pulled this off. I was exhausted, but we have so much on our agenda for the next couple months, actually probably all summer, that I just knew it had to get done. And I had some quiet time, some alone time, and I popped in some AirPods for myself, and I listened to podcast episodes, and I got it done. But I did set boundaries by saying no to many things. Like, I just couldn't go hang out with friends. Um, We said no to some custom work, which we don't normally do anymore. But for these customers, we probably would have said yes. Um... And we even took brown craft paper and covered our windows. This was a form of a boundary, letting people know um, we are closed and we aren't going to let people in, even though, excuse me, even though it's tempting. Um, But even then, it's kind of funny because we had the brown paper up, but it really hasn't kept a couple of people from knocking at the door or inquiring. So I could only imagine how many interruptions we would have experienced if I didn't put that brown paper in the door. Plus, it adds that level of um, anticipation and excitement. And I actually did some hand lettering on the paper on the window and said why the why the paper was up so people weren't speculating or thinking that we were closing. And I even wrote a little area where it said, follow us on Instagram, and it pointed to our URL and also suggested, like, listen, if you want updates on what's going on here, sign up for our newsletter. So that was kind of fun. But setting boundaries was really, really important. I don't think I could have pulled off um, the past 10 days without it. And boundaries, too, was calendar blocking. 
Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about is budget. Thank goodness for our reserve account. I talk about this a lot in both the lab, but particularly master shopkeepers. I talk about it when I when I speak about uh, cash flow and cash flow management. I think it's really important that all micro retail business owners have some type of reserve account or emergency account. And even though you may only or feel like you're only contributing one to five percent to that reserve account, it quickly adds up. And that's what our reserve account did for us. Over the past few years, we've really dedicated to putting money into that reserve account. And that's what's helped funded, um, what helped fund, I should say, this expansion. Uh, And we didn't actually take out any additional loans or, or funding. We've never really done that. So this was great. And we do have uh, some purchases on credit cards, but on one credit card only, I should say, but nothing that feels too heavy or that we can't recover from. So budgeting was really important. And that's one thing that I feel I've done well, too. Okay, so some of the things that maybe don't feel so great. I am exhausted. (laughs) I am so tired. I I will say that we've had um, some help. Both of our husbands have helped. Shout outs to them. Um, Our nephew, my nephew, who is a part-time employee, he's coming in once or twice a week to help, and we've appreciated that. So it's not that we're just doing this alone, but I would say 90, 95% of the work my sister and I have done ourselves. Long days um, into the evening when we're normally closing the store and heading home at four. And not just that, but a lot of physical labor. So everything hurts. Not only am I tired, but everything hurts. I'm taking Advil for the pain, the pain in my hand, probably from dusting so much, Um, the pain in my legs from climbing up and down ladders. Everything hurts, which also has me thinking maybe after this expansion, I might hire a personal trainer. (laughs) I am out of shape. And Logan tells me that I'm in shape, but I'm questioning it. I'm really questioning it. So those are a couple things. And I wouldn't say that I that it's necessarily something that I've done wrong. It's definitely eye-opening, but it takes a lot of work. And for those of you who have expanded, who have opened a second store, I know you're all understanding exactly what I'm experiencing and probably shaking your heads like, yes, it's exhausting. And I'm going to sit here and think about, I thought there was one more thing that I'm going to mention. I'm drawing a blank. But the last thing that I want to mention, and this isn't the least important, it's actually a big aha moment or realization for me. And I kind of knew it already. But yes, I am more than capable of hustling. I can be in hustle mode. And I can handle it and I can do it. But I don't like it. That's the big thing that I'm taking away from this. I don't like it and I don't want to do it. And I've known this from other situations in the past. Now, am I saying that I'll never do this again? I won't say that because I do love retail and I do love the store. And who knows what the future holds. But I can truly acknowledge that I don't like hustle mode. 
This reminds me of the time when I was working full time, sometimes 60 plus hour work weeks, and we were opening the store. And I hated that process. I mean, I love the excitement of it, but I really didn't like the hustle process. So my current thought is I never want to do this again. Some people really enjoy and thrive off hustle mode. So I'm not saying that no one should do this. I'm just saying that it's maybe not for me and that's okay. I am sure I will talk about this more in the future on on podcast episodes, but I just wanted to make sure I mention that. Part of it too is I have to acknowledge that I am an introvert. I really am an introvert. And being around people for 10 days in a row when normally I'm only in the store two or three days a week and I protect my my own time and space um, and mindset, it, it can be hard. This is also why I never really loved doing outdoor market events that we participated in. Again, I love them. I love what it did for our business. I loved meeting all of the people. I loved the revenue it generated, the marketing it created, but I never really enjoyed the hustle process. So I'm going to try to be true to myself in the future. And I will say that even with the retreat, which I'm going to talk about next, um, that is a busy time too. And I can only protect my introvert self so much during that week. But... I feel like I handle that a little bit better. So with that, I also want to mention there are tickets for the retreat still available. The ticket sales will close mid-July. Um, we're, I think, about 65 70% sold out. So I will share more about that in the future. I recorded a whole podcast episode. So if you go back an episode or two, you can hear all about the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat that I'm hosting again at Fruithaven Farm in Michigan in September. It is a spectacular event. I spoke about it enough in that podcast episode so you can go listen. And then the last thing that I want to mention before I wrap it up is Master Shopkeepers. This is my mastermind group for brick and mortar store owners. And I want to mention a few things. It doesn't matter what stage you're in. So if you've taken the Savvy Shopkeeper quiz, you can take that at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash quiz. There are five stages that I've identified um, during our journeys as micro retail business owners. And it doesn't matter whether you're in stage one, which is the aspiring shopkeeper, or stage five, that's the retail CEO. It doesn't matter what stage you're in, anyone can apply, even the aspiring shopkeeper. But what's important, or what's most important, I should say, is you're prepared to commit to investing in yourself and your business. That's what matters. Not the stage you're in, but that you're prepared to make this investment in yourself and in your business. So what are some of the special things about Master Shopkeepers? Well, we do group calls. And now I'm hosting probably two or three, with the exception of this month, two or three group calls. Some are general group calls and some are more topic focused. Like sometimes we'll do group calls depending on the stage that you're in, shopkeeper stage that you're in. Sometimes we do focus group calls. Like we have one coming up for moms, how to mom and shopkeep at the same time. We have another one coming up on customer programs. What are the customer programs you implement? Loyalty programs, 
brand ambassador programs, we're going to have a group call on that. So some of them are really focused and some of them are more general. Now I'm also offering hot seat mini coaching sessions. There's an application. If there's something that you're stuck on, you can fill out the application and I do a 30 minute coaching session with you on Zoom. Um, we all, I also teach master classes probably once every couple months and you have access to 40, maybe even close to 50 previously recorded master classes. And it's just everything that has to do with running a retail brick and mortar business. Plus, you get access to an incredible group of shopkeepers. There's connection, camaraderie, and it's a super safe, respectful place. You don't have a problem with people who are going to be rude, who aren't going to be helpful. It is an incredible place. We all say in Master Shopkeepers, it's our happy place. And then the last thing that I want to mention is actually two more things. In the group, you're going to have amazing conversations with an openness that you really don't find anywhere else. People share financials. People share information that they may not normally share somewhere else. And that's one of the biggest perks of Master Shopkeepers is how open and willing to share everyone is in the group, which leads me to the last point that I want to make. And one of the reasons I think people are so willing and open to share is it's territory protected. You won't have another shopkeeper within 10 miles of your business in the group. I have much more to say on this topic in a future podcast episode, but I think it's important to share that. Group members do find that it's a benefit. I will say that in Northeast Ohio, there are quite a few of us in the group because most often we all agree that we want to embrace community over competition. So there are quite a few of us in this area. So if you do apply, I just want you to give give you the heads up that there are quite a few of us um, in the Cleveland area. So anyhow, Master Shopkeepers is by application only, and you can see why. I'm going to ask you a lot of specific questions. I want you to acknowledge that you understand what the commitment is. Um, and I need to know your address because we do territory search and we make sure that there aren't any conflicting locations or addresses when you apply. Lots more in that application. If you want to learn about Master Shopkeepers and when it opens, I highly suggest going to shopkeepersacademy.com and click on join the waitlist for Master Shopkeepers. The reason I recommend this is if you're on the waitlist, you get 24 access, early access, I should say, to the application. And again, because of territory protection, this can make a difference if you apply before someone else does. So I highly recommend getting on the waitlist. And that way, you know, too, when the application opens. There's so much more detail to this. Like, you know, I asked for a six-month commitment because of the volume of information you have access to and many other things. So again, I thought I'd give you an update on our current expansion. If you want to follow my expansion in this journey, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at the salvaged with a D at the end boutique at the salvaged boutique. You can follow my store there, the store I own with my sister. You'll see all our shenanigans. We make fun of each other. We post funny things. And of course, we post 
pictures of our products and our store, and there's going to be so much more coming to the feed. We've been a little bit quiet because we want the element of surprise, and we're kind of keeping everything hush-hush, but we are teasing it. We're doing a countdown. We're trying to get people excited. We created a Facebook event. Um, I think we have almost 200 people interested in the event, and that's for Friday and Saturday. All the things. We're doing a ribbon-cutting ceremony with the city of Lakewood's mayor. She happens to be my cousin through marriage. So that'll be fun on Friday morning. We're doing a VIP event. um, And we're doing this for the top 20 customers, our 20 customers who have definitely spent and or shared the most about us over the past seven years. It was time, actually it was probably overdue, it was time for us to say thank you to them. And that'll be for immediate family and for those top 20 customers, we're doing that Thursday night. All the things, we're having custom cookies made, we're doing balloon arches, all the fun stuff. So thank you for catching up with me. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at Savvy Shopkeeper, especially if you have questions about Master Shopkeepers. If you're trying to figure out if it's a good fit for you, DM me. I respond to all DMs. And again, that's at Savvy Shopkeeper on Instagram. Everyone, have a great week. I've been super quiet in both groups, and I want to say thank you to all of my group members for giving me grace during this time. I am focused on one thing, and that's the store. That's the expansion. I'm looking forward to taking a break on Sunday and getting back into the swing of things and catching up on quite a bit of emails and work for Savvy Shopkeeper on Monday. But I do plan on resting Sunday, and I can't wait. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. I will hopefully be back in your ears on next Thursday. And if I'm not, you know why. I just decided to take a break. And again, I tell all of you that we have seasons in life and business, and it's okay to give ourselves grace too. But we'll see. This one was pretty easy. I might come back into your ears with another easy one. Have a good one, everyone.